0: Now tuned in to the care Chavis Experience, yeah. yeah. Say welcome to the spot to come and get it off your chest, yeah. We just finna talk, no need to go and grab your vest, yeah. Tell me what you going through, problems that you see in life. No need to keep it real discreet, so what about your love life? We can keep it real confidential on the low, yeah. But only thing I'm trying to do is let the people know, yeah. Yeah. Comfortable on the show, that's what it's for, yeah. Releasing all your problems and the drama for the oh, yeah. So, what you wanna rant? Talk about your friends or your cousin or your aunt. Co worker at your job, is it money? Is it sex? Or maybe even stress? Yo, can't man, put them on the set.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Kerry Chavis, and I'm inviting you guys to check out episode two, season one of the Kerry Chavis Experience. This particular episode is entitled Go DJ, That's My DJ, where we talk to local DJs about the impact of the coronavirus and COVID-19 on their DJ career, the ability to play music, and so much more. We'll talk to four DJs starting now, so I hope you guys enjoy it. DJ Mario on the line right now. Mario, how are you? I'm good yourself, man. How you doing today? Doing well. Doing good, doing good. Thank you for coming on to be a part of the show. Introduce yourself to the public. Uh, where are you from? How long you been DJing? Yo,
0: what's happening, man? My name is DJ Mario. Um, I'm from maryville Louisiana. But mm-hmm. I I reside in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I man, hey, okay. Man, I've been DJing for ooh, over over 15 years now. I've been DJing wow. since I was wow. yeah, about 13, man. Uh moved to so- Baton Rouge. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: So what what made you want to get involved in DJing?
0: Man, uh, I actually, uh, I mean, I just like music overall, bro. You know, I was in the yeah. church, church choir and everything, man. You know, the music okay. take take you know take you take you fast, quick when you're in the church choir, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> man, you know, my dad got some equipment one day, and it was like, hey, you know, let's play some music. So I just, I, at first, mm-hmm. I was just playing music. Man, I just love music, like I said. You know, play yeah. playing music for the for the. Uh, for the community, playing music for my friends while we playing basketball and everything.
1: like right. It's just
0: overall love of music, you know?
1: So I, I was watching your Facebook Live, and I think you're one of the more animated DJs. Uh, where did your style of DJing come from? My style of DJing came from... Uh, actually, man, I,
0: I I really didn't take up on style, man. I really you know, just uh-huh. went to watch other DJs and watch how they rock the crowd. And mm-hmm. I wanted like the, re- the reaction of the crowd, you know? The reaction of okay. the crowd is really how... You know, I interact or uh, how I feel that night or towards, you know, me DJing at that moment. Right.
1: Okay. So, so what are some DJs that you kind of you watched or you looked up to?
0: Man, I watched, um, I looked up to Super Mike first. Super Mike okay. was the first person I ever looked up to because that's all I heard on the radio, you know? Like, he was the one person right. on the <laughs> radio at that time. Like, I used to record the, like, I used to press play and record and record the 941 uh, <laughs> sessions, man, with him DJing right. his intro. But first, the first DJ I've ever, like, really... What it looked at it was DJ Chill, man. OK. Uh, out here in Baton Rouge, he had a show in um, 600 in Maine. Bro, when I went in, I, yeah. was, I wasn't expecting what I was expecting to see. A- after that night, it was like, you got to do this. This this is bro. what you want to do right here. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, so what, what style, of because I know you do different shows. You've done like the R&B. So you even did like a Sunday show with gospel music. You've done reggae. What type of DJing, uh, what type of genre of music do you like DJing the most?
0: DJing the most I want to say slow jam bro uh, like okay. I, I love like the, the slow jams you know it takes a lot of uh-huh. stress out of people you know turn up is it's the turn up you know you're gonna yeah. you're not gonna forget the stress you know slow jams you can slow it down and forget all of that, man yeah like,
1: that's, that's just love so how, how is Baton Rouge right now I know like everyone in Louisiana right now has this stay at home kind of order from the governor right. um, what's been the impact for Baton Rouge on COVID-19 the biggest impact, man,
0: uh, is really not being able to go anywhere, you know? Like, yeah. not being able to to really just just chill how you want to chill. Because people on the regular, though, we, we really chill out here, you feel me? Yeah. You know, it's like us, us, you know, getting together with friends and we can't do that. Us, you know, wanting to go grab something from the store and not being able to do it like how we normally right. do it, you know? You know, right. interacting with people. That's just crazy. You know, like, man, I've never experienced anything like this. And like, yeah. Bad Roots is on the lockdown. Like, everybody's serious about it out here. yeah.
1: So as as a as a DJ, um, how has it changed the way you make money uh as a DJ? Man, uh it it
0: made it made the way I I make money a little quicker than mm-hmm. normal. Cause it it actually uh like you know, have having to wait two weeks for a paycheck, it was just like uh, yeah. man, you know, when I can make <laughs> what I what I can make in two weeks, I can make yeah. in two days or maybe or maybe a day or maybe a few hours, you know. That's 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 the crazy
1: part about it okay, I've been seeing also on your Facebook and instagram live uh videos you've been doing uh fundraiser parties. Tell me a little bit about what those fundraiser parties are about
0: yeah man fundraiser parties are basically you know uh essential workers that mm-hmm. that that basically you know can't that that are able to work but can't really work at that moment and if they yeah. have like some type of disability or they have some type of you know some some unexpectedly happens you know it's', it's right. Is actually just showing love back to them. Like, hey, we really do appreciate you. So guess yeah. what? We want to raise, we want to help, you know, raise some money for, you know, because we know you're going to be out for a few weeks because, yeah. you know, something unfortunately happened to you, you know?
1: Right. Okay. And like I said, as a DJ, um, everyone is hurting as well uh, across the nation, across really the world right now, DJs are hurting because there are the clubs are closed, the pubs are closed, the bars are closed. Uh, why do you think it was important for you, even as a DJ, uh, to reach out and try to help someone else even in these times while, you know, you're hurting as well? right
0: man it's it's the, honestly bro i felt like you know it's not really about me at that time mm-hmm. you know it's really about you know hey how how someone else feel because i know that that me djing personally i do it every day so it yeah. was like it was like something something being taken away from me but i know where i started from so it's like me going yeah. back from where i started from it's like hey i started on doing this live so i know one thing mario everybody got their phone in their hands so hey, yeah. let's make it happen so you can mm-hmm. still do what you want to do i still do what i love to do but also, you know, just kind of like encouraging people and keeping them, keeping their minds off of what's actually going on
1: out there, you know? Like it, like it. Okay, so fan bases are really important, I think, um, in DJing and that type of thing. Um, so when you, 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 know you have a lot of likes, a lot of viewers on your, uh, your Facebook shows and your Instagram shows as well. What should people do, specifically DJs do, when they have like, like 5,000 people watching it at one time? How do they keep that fan base going?
0: give them exactly what they want man it's okay. all about perception it's okay. all about perception you know, give give people something they want to see give them something they want to hear and make sure it's 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 quality to, to where you feel like hey i want to do yeah. this again tomorrow because after, after after every live i'll be ready for the next day man. <laughs> i can't wait till two o'clock man, i can't wait till 10 o'clock it's
1: up and so what what's actually your schedule for your live shows every day uh, 2 two p.m.
0: uh, day parties, 10, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock at night, it's live, it's the turn up, it's the whatever you want to call it, man, whatever right. you want to make, it, whatever theme we having at night, that's what we're doing.
1: And that's on Facebook and Instagram, right? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. So we've been watching the Teddy Riley uh, baby face kind of battle. That's been going on lately. <laughs> um, what do you think about a Boosie versus Webby battle? How, how big would that be? Oh... How big would it be? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a
0: competition no. being that they're on the same team. I got you. Okay. Um, I, I feel like, you know, it, it'll be more so of, hey, uh, fan base wise, mm-hmm. uh, not not necessarily, hey, uh, lyrical wise, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because it'll be, hey, uh, it's, it's showing love to each other,
1: you know? Right. So I was talking to DJ T a little bit earlier. And we were talking about maybe like a Master P, uh, Manny Fresh battle as well. What do you think about something like that?
0: Oh no! Now we're talking. Now nah, that's that's some, that's some OGs right yeah. there, right <laughs> there.
1: Who would you like to see battle? Like a producer yeah. or artist wise? Who would you like to see battle on Instagram? See battle, um,
0: man, I can't really say. I want I want to see Gates, yeah, pull up somewhere, man. I want oh, to see wow. Gates talk some stuff. I want, yeah, I want to see Gates but, do something, man, because you know he kind of been in the, he, he been on the on the mainstream. So it's like, uh, nah, we'll try to see that that, that Southside Gates. You know? i want yeah. to see what
1: talking about. I wonder who he would battle though. That would be probably a good battle though for sure. Okay, so right, final final, final question Mario. Tell us, um, why is music so important right now during this COVID nineteen battle?
0: Music is so important, man. It keeps your mind off actually what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I could be listening to some music and not even like not worry about the next person that's six feet away from yeah. me. You know, yeah. like music just really takes takes it takes the 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 problem away, man. Gotcha. It, it takes you know, like hey. Oh, uh, you know, I have to go to the store and get this, this, and yeah. this, but let me listen to this song. Let me listen to DJ Mario mix right quick, man. Get me through this. Okay. So yeah, You know, it's just like music, just overall, just love, bro.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So if people want to get in touch with you, uh, just to shout out right quick, your Facebook, your Instagram page for so people to kind of watch your shows, uh, where we find you.
0: Yeah, uh, it's DJ Mario Harris on Facebook and underscore DJ Mario on Instagram. Okay. Uh, man, just holler at me.
1: Okay. All right, Mario, thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And, of course, we're going to be looking forward to, when this is all over, still seeing some uh, DJ Mario live videos on Instagram and Facebook as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Most
0: definitely, man. I
1: appreciate you guys having me on the show. All right. All right. All right, right, so it's the Kerry Chaves Experience Season 1, Episode 2. And, of course, today's show is entitled Go DJ. That's my DJ. We're talking to DJs about COVID-19. I'm so excited to have Eric T who's the afternoon radio personality at 107 Jams in Lake Charles as well as operations director for Town Square Media. Eric how are you?
2: I'm good man how are you doing today?
1: Doing well doing well. So tell me a little bit of how long have you been in radio?
2: Ah uh, man I have uh, been in radio now uh, believe it uh, almost 30 years. It's like 28 wow. years now. I started when I was 14. Uh-huh. Um, just basically started at radio stations around the hometown with radio to urban to top 40 um, and just kind of been doing it you know since that time man so it's it's i've only had a few other jobs outside of it maybe burger king (laughs) that's (laughs) about it so yeah man been been in it for a minute
1: and how long have you been in lake charles in this particular market
2: uh lake charles i've been here since july of 2001
1: okay it makes me yeah. feel old because I actually I remember when you first got too late, Charles. So it's an honor to be interviewing you right now. i got to say that for Man, sure.
2: Thank you, uh, bro. I appreciate the opportunity. I really okay. do. Thanks. And thanks for all you are doing too.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So in your career in broadcasting, I'm sure you've covered a lot of uh, different crises like 9-11, Hurricane, Katrina and Rita. Um, how has it been covering as a broadcaster COVID-19?
2: You know, this is actually a different one. Um, mm-hmm. I will say we with all the ones that we've covered, even from hurricanes to tornadoes, this is probably mm-hmm. one of the the ones that it's a situation where we're like we're 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 talking about something that we can't really see. You know, right? What I mean? And so right. to me I look at it as the analogy of almost like trying to fight a ghost. Right. You know? So we're we're just trying to get the message out there to the mm-hmm. listeners, help them to understand that hey, what they're saying is real. <laughs> stay at home, and and the thing about it, if I had any doubts whatsoever, um, I've lost a lot of people around me, and I've actually had family members that have actually gotten it. Um, So I know it's a real deal. So this one, this is probably one of the tougher ones, at least with hurricanes and tornadoes. Our job is to get the information out there as far as resources that are available and make sure they're getting out of pocket. But with this one, it's like stay at home, and you know how hard it is to get people to stay at home the time.
1: Speaking speaking of that idea of staying at home, as an operations manager, how do you um, handle the situation with your staff at Town Square?
2: Uh, the good thing about it, I have probably some of the best people to work with, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody is uh, coming in and doing their job, uh, getting the information out there to the listeners. Um, we're all coming in and basically doing our shifts. And then we're leaving, you know, so it's basically just us uh, that are doing our things at the radio station. So we're just trying to reach out to people that are, you Mm. know, whether it's the mayors, whether it's uh, the chief of police, whatever the case may be. trying to get information from them so that we can get that information out to our listeners. And we're also, you know, touching between our social media pages, the website. So all the guys are actually doing their thing. I mean, whether
1: it's country, hip hop, you know, top 40, whatever the case may be. We're, we're trying to cover from mm. all angles. And I think I think that's important, especially with radio right now, with everyone um, basically staying at home, they listening to the radio even more than they would usually uh, listen to the radio. Yeah. What's been the conversation with you and your listeners lately?
2: Really, man, you know, the thing about it, you know, if you sit in front of the television, if you sit in front of the television for two hours, whether it's mm-hmm. CNN, Fox, whatever the case may be, it could, it could actually kind of be a Debbie Downer. Agreed. So, what we're doing is we, we get the information out to the listeners. Um, as of right now, it's kind of in slow as far as just like some of the daily information. Obviously, gotcha. we're, we're, we're still sending them to testing spots, letting them know the locations of where mm-hmm. they can go to get testing. But I try not to bombard them with a gotcha. lot of fearful information. Like that's not our
3: job to try to scare people. Obviously, right. we want to let them know that it is something
2: serious and you need to listen to what these people are telling you to do. But, you know, we try to break the monotony a little bit. So if we talk about something that might have happened on TV or if it's something with a celebrity or something music-wise, we try to mix all of that up in there as well. So I guess you could say kind of try to make a gumbo of the situation.
1: Gotcha. That makes good. That sounds good. All right. So now we know that Louisiana governor basically gave this stay-at-home order about a month ago, and it shut down bars, pubs, lounges, birthday gatherings, and so forth. Um, How has this particularly hurt turntable DJs?
2: You know, I actually feel for the guys because Mm -hmm. I know how serious they are, and I mean, that's that's a lot of them. That's their bread and butter. Right. Um, It's an opportunity for them to get out there and and just really kind of make people enjoy themselves. Right. So I've I've seen a lot of them, and I know you have too. It's real good that we see a lot of the DJs going on live, and I've been hearing uh, pros and cons about how they shouldn't put their cash apps up, but (laughs) yes, you know, the thing about it is these guys. This is the way that they they take care of their families. Right. this is actually some people's full-time job DJing in a club or a lounge or doing like they can't do class reunions, they can't do proms, you know, so they've missed out on a lot of opportunities to where they could actually feed their family. So if right. they're actually making you forget what's going on in your life, for about an hour 30 minutes or whatever the case may be tip in i mean obviously if you're going to be in a club you'd be buying a drink <laughs> you'd right. be doing this and that so why not help these guys out because when all of this is all said and done and hopefully when it's all over with we can kind of get back to some type of normalcy mm-hmm. but uh for the for the for the djs in the clubs and and just all the the djs that are doing extracurricular activities man uh, you know my my love to those guys right. keep your heads up you know this is going to be over real soon
1: so speaking speaking of that idea um, particularly for DJs in Louisiana, what do you think they should be focusing on and what should they learn from this global pandemic?
2: Uh, you know, people have always told me to try to make sure you have a second form
1: mm. of,
2: of income. Good. You know, just try to make sure you have some other outlets to go to. You know, I would hope that something like this doesn't happen again, but the fact that a lot of people's jobs have been shut down, it's it's flow to flow. Right. So. Um, I would just tell the guys, man, you're good at what you do. You know, obviously you're good at DJing. It's it's a lot of other opportunities that you could probably, you're sitting with your laptop, you can get on Google, you can get on YouTube, you can learn how to be a graphic designer, you can learn how to to do logos, Mm -hmm. you can learn how, it's it's just a lot of different things you can do. So I would just tell them to try to enjoy this time with their family, Um, you know, try to enjoy the times with their kids, their loved ones, because I promise you when this is all over with, they're not going to have any time for themselves. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. So I would definitely tell them, keep the heads up, guys. You know, it it seems like a minor setback right now, but a major comeback is coming.
1: Okay, all right. Also, we've seen a lot of battles between DJs, Scott Storage, Manny Fresh, uh, Babyface, and Riley. Some really good ideas with music lately. So what do you think would be a really good battle that you would like to see?
2: You know, I mean, they, they, man. The, the people I would love to see battle, and I've seen it showing up on Facebook. Unfortunately, they're no longer here.
3: But I love to see a Michael and Prince. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, wow! Wow! Um, but
2: I think right now, I think this is really good because even a lot of those artists, people, some people sleep on Babyface because right. he hadn't put out anything in a couple of years. Some people sleep on Teddy Riley yeah. or even Scott. It's a
1: really good battle. That's a really good battle.
2: Know, you know, it's not like the, like back in the day. You know, we used to be able to go and get CDs and look at the producer credits and see who produced something. These days, you right. don't really know because you don't. Unfortunately, you don't have that that outlet anymore. Right, right. So um, it still kind of varies, man. I don't even know who I really want to see right now. <laughs> um, it's 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 so many of them out there, man. Um, obviously, uh, Dre is one, but right. I, I think I, he may or may not do it. But yeah, I think a Dre and Diddy would be real cool right now. Um, as far as storytellers you know i would love to see and this might be kind of a an opposite mm-hmm. battle like it may or may not go but i think uh, slick rick was a good storyteller oh, wow. i think ice cube was a good storyteller so i mean if you could get obviously it's kind of two totally different genres but that's one thing and me and a friend, another friend of mine was talking about the other day like a lot of artists don't really Storytellers, right, you know, right, right. they, right. they kind of come up with a title of a song, and they'll just kind of rap about something that probably has nothing to do with that title. But storytellers, I love like to see a battle of the storytellers, no, you know, no rappers way. that actually made you live, you know, made you feel like you were kind of living their life. You know, if you could listen to an old Ice Cube song from back in the right. day, if, even if you weren't from the project, you know, he would make you feel like you were with just the verses. He made you feel like you were actually him. So something like that I would be cool. One thing I would say, I mm-hmm. know we were talking about DJs earlier. I think this is the perfect time for DJs. I think this is the perfect time for independent artists mm-hmm. uh, to utilize this because you actually got people with their cell phones in their hands right. every day. So try to do something to get their attention. and Keep it positive, but utilize this social media time because right. you know everybody obviously is going live and doing things of that nature, but I think this is the perfect time for people to see you because they can't do anything. So all they can do is put their headphones on and kind of zone out for a minute and take themselves to a place that – that they, they would rather be, but that music is really taking their mind off of everything
1: that's going right. on. So I have the ask you, Eric, do you think that, um, when is this a new norm, and how has this been impactful for the music industry? Is it, is it impacted in a positive way or a negative way for the music industry?
2: I think it's actually a positive, um, because artists are still putting out new music, you know, I'm still a person that loves music, so like every Thursday night at midnight, I'm checking my channel yeah, yeah. to see what drops. So I think it's actually good for anybody that is not taking this time to perfect their craft or they're not taking this time to actually get new music out right. there to the masses. And, and that's, that's on streaming service, that's SoundCloud, that's YouTube, that's TikTok, any right. any form that you can actually reach people uh, like a platform. I think you should be utilizing that. So I really think it's good for the audience. The only thing it's doing is, is hurting the artists because they're not able to, talk. Right. but you know, people are still able to put out music. And the fact that they're doing it digital now, you know, back in the day, we had to wait (laughs) for the CDs to come out. But now if they want to do a last minute change on something, they can do it and drop it on on the social, you know, and and it's it's all good. So I really think at the end, um, I think the music business is going to do good. I think it's going to be a great thing for them. I just feel for the artists that, you kind of rely on the touring uh,
1: to get the extra income. Um, Final question real quick. Um, people who appreciate DJs who love the music that they play. How can we support them right now during this time?
2: I think, really, man, you'd be surprised at what a phone call or a text, right? You know, because you just never know what that person might be going through. Um, you know, a lot of times I know a lot of guy DJs, and and, and I don't want to take any credibility away from the females yeah. because they got to eat too. So at the end of the day, we got to take care of mm-hmm. all of them. But a lot of times it's real hard on them, on, on a man, especially a black man right. right now. So sometimes if you can shoot out a tech and just reach out to him and say, Hey man, don't want anything. Just checking on you. See If y'all are good. And I know the black man myself occasionally will be like, Oh man, I'm good. All yeah. good. But sometimes you just want to, yeah. Sometimes you just want to go a little deeper into that conversation. Be like, "All right, look, you know, man to man, what's going yeah. on, you know, and, 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 and just try to reach out to him and show him some type of comfort. Obviously, when we're looking at the DJs, people are probably looking at it as a sense of, well, I'm going through the same thing. I can't afford to to give my money to somebody else when I'm trying to make it too. So if you can't give. You know, don't pressure yourself into doing so, but just reach out to that, to that brother or that sister and gotcha. let them know that you're supporting what they're doing. And like I said, just just send them some comforting words. That's, you'd be surprised what a conversation can do for a person
1: That's with good. what
2: we're going through right now because it's, it's pretty draining yeah. mentally and physically.
1: Well, Eric, I want to thank you so much for what you guys are doing at uh, Town Square as well as 107 Gems. Uh, keep up the great work and keep us informed on what's going on. Thank you, Eric. We will, Kerry. Thank you, brother. And, of Course on the phone lines right now, we have DJ Chill. Chill, how are you? What's going on, bro? Doing good with appreciate you calling in and being a part of today's show. Yeah, uh, introduce yourself to the people, tell us where you're from, and how long you've been DJing. All
4: right, uh, just world famous DJ Chill is the handle I go mm-hmm. by, originally from Baton Rouge. Uh, but I'm Kane Lafayette, like 1996, mm-hmm. with the USL uh, or UL. College mm-hmm. like four years. That's kind of where I got my professional started from. I started DJing like, like when I was like in eighth grade. So okay, I'm going. I'm 43, so it's about 25, 26 years, something like that. Awesome. I've been DJing. So, yep.
1: So tell me, tell me a little bit about what made you want to be a turntable DJ.
4: Uh basically, uh when I was younger, you know, watching like your MTV raps and back then, mm-hmm. you know, BET video soul stuff like that, uh, they used to uh you know, of course all the videos and stuff in the rap groups was like the thing. And I used to always watch uh I used to always for some reason pay attention to the DJ when they mm-hmm. would do their live performances or they you know, um you know uh you would see J. he always had uh uh what was the name? Uh Cut Creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you know of course you had uh the most famous one you had run DMC Jay, right. You know what I'm saying? I think that was the one that did it. He, you know, listening to them albums and records back in the day, the DJs always have a, like a solo, like a scratch solo in the middle, right. it's like, almost like part of the hook. And, and that's what made me, you know, want to do that. And of course, you know, my mama huh? had, we had the, the big long stereo. Right. Uh, it was, it was French, <laughs> and so I told her, need, not knowing that you need a special needle, <laughs> you know, so I tore a few records and a few needles up, you know, trying to mix yeah. them. But that's what uh, got me started. though.
1: Gotcha. Okay, what's been the most rewarding part of being a DJ?
4: Oh man, just really the uh, just it's a lot, but the, the connections that you make. If you learn right. how to, like you know, I, it started off as, as a hobby, just like sports. You know what I'm saying, and it was like a. So a, I have an original love for it, just music. Period. Right. And uh, the like, but through all my years of experience, clubs, touring across the country, and stuff like that, it's just the people you meet. You know what I'm saying, and and, and the relationships that I built that I could use other than DJing. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like you know you meet, you know you've been in those arenas. You never know who looking at you. So it's like okay. when you come back around, like judges and you know, police officers, and mayors, and, you know, of course, right. they're not that then, but they wind up being that, and those are right. favors that you can pull in if you need them, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yep.
1: Okay, so uh, being that you are in Lafayette, Baton Rouge area, uh, you've been through some um, tragic situations uh, before. You've been kind of right there in the middle of Katrina and Rita when those storms hit a few years ago. Um, what's the difference between those type of tragedies and COVID-19 uh, which is the difference
4: when, well well when down here when it when when you have major hurricanes like mm-hmm. you said for instance like when uh when Katrina hit we really didn't it uh, laughing yet it was just like a the weather changed it got yeah. cooler but it was you know probably got a couple of rain but it wasn't nothing not normal you know like right. uh now when Rita hit which was uh Like Two weeks after Katrina, I think Right, 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 like a month or so Yeah, it was like a lot of storm surges A lot of, you know, things like that So, basically As a DJ, and especially when That's your only source of income When things Mm -hmm. like that happen, they shut everything down You know uh, They put in curfews And, you know, uh, nobody can go to work Almost like how it is now Nobody can go to work So, you gotta realize uh, in these parts uh, Offshore working is like one of the main uh sources. sources. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they can't go to work, they shut that down. They're not coming to the clubs, they're not drinking, they're not spending money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they shut gotcha. everything down. So it's not like like compared to that and now like with with, with this, it's a little different because even, even though everything shut down, see back then it wasn't no Facebook Live, wasn't no right Instagram Live, you know what I'm saying? So if you were just up and running, like, you know, just you were just practicing. It wasn't no, right. no other way to get money off of it. But now it's kind of a difference. Even though we locked down, you still can kind of just, like, you know, work your journey and get some money off of it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So yep. um, speaking of those those type of things, uh, Lafayette's downtown strip is pretty famous in southern Louisiana. I know when i was in my college days. We would leave Lake Charles and go to Lafayette on a Saturday night just to have fun and party out there. Um, what do you think is the economic um, impact on COVID-19 in the downtown strips?
4: Oh, man, it's big. Nothing. Yeah. It's like, it's like ghost town. It's like when yeah. I first came to school. Down... Is, is,
1: it to see, is it weird to see, like, like to, to ride down there on a Saturday um... night and it's like a ghost town?
4: Um, uh, that's what I was just going to say is, like, when I first came to school, downtown mm-hmm. with nobody going downtown, everything was the McKinley Strip, you feel what I'm saying? And that's what Nightcaps was, and, you know, uh the Keg, and a couple more clubs, that was the strip of last yeah. year. So downtown was like a ghost town, was just like a couple of stores, but most of them was abandoned. Now once they, you know what I'm saying, once everything switched towards Jefferson Street, which is the yeah. main drag, and... Yeah, you know, it, it got picked up and it became what everybody it what it is and still today. And just to see it how it is now, man, it's crazy. It's like, you know, uh, they got a few restaurants, they got a few more restaurants down there now, you mm-hmm. know, so you got that type of traffic as far as people, you know, curbside pickup and stuff. But as far as like just partying and stuff, man, it, it, it's it's crazy. I so have to see nobody walking up and down the street, the strip. Yeah. Mm hmm.
1: Real so thing. so do you do you do you think that when this is over with, um and we're going back to work and things are kind of back to normal, um, do you think people still are gonna kinda of wanna be socially distant or will it affect the, the downtown strip as well?
4: I think people are gonna go out just for the sake uh-huh. of huh, like like getting people, out the house. Saying, <laughs> getting out the house outside there <laughs> yeah. open all, of, all of the all the little sayings you hear people saying. But yeah. I think at the same time people uh, I think the government is trying to hurry up and do it just for the sake of getting the economy back, yeah. money back circulating. Don't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that it's safe to be out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Like you know, with this COVID nineteen stuff, you could be a carrier and not have the same symptoms as somebody who just Correct. is sick. So you could be around here spreading, and I know you got it. So does that
1: does that worry you as a DJ, knowing that? Uh, potentially, in a few weeks, we could be back to normal and you can be in the club d j and there could be people in there who are carrying the virus right and you don't even know it is that where you- it,
4: but I'm gonna be masked up it's, and' it's, I you. I feel like it's gonna be one of those things it's like you're gonna have to kind of self judge like is it okay to not to wear is it yeah, it's okay. I think in the first month or so, people are gonna be. Yeah, people are gonna be masked up. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like, you know, especially with DJs, it's like people coming in, they're gonna wanna talk to you, and you right. in a long time, they wanna make requests. I'm like, man, look, <laughs> you can do that. So you still can do that from six feet away. You know, yeah. <laughs> okay, so
1: now looking at COVID nineteen and its impact on the DJ, we see that it's 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 a global impact because DJs all over the world right now are being impacted by this. What should DJs be doing right now to prepare? Or to make money or to do anything, what should they be doing right now to um you know to be okay? I
4: mean really man, just like if you play your cards right, you still can get money off of it. But you right now yeah. they know like like when I first started doing the virtual thing, like I'm went up to like 40 50,000 views. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like new, it was fresh, people was like, Man, we can't go nowhere. But now you just like everything, not everybody's a DJ. Now you got motherfuckers right. DJing who don't even normally DJ like that, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying, <laughs> so they, they spread yeah, of course, you know, everything is watered down now, it's spread thin, so everybody's not really getting the views they used to get, which yeah. kind of like if you got 50,000 people looking at you or viewing you, and you be like, uh tip me, you know what I'm saying, yeah. if you can I'm mad, so just tip me, so if you got 50,000 people watching, then everybody's sending you a dollar or two, you know what I'm saying, not everybody but just saying a like a, yeah. a percentage of it, that's, you know, you, you just yeah. two, three four racks off of, of, of set versus now you got about a thousand, two thousand people checking in, you know. And yeah, that, that didn't dwindle down a lot. So, my right. advice to DJs right now, especially the younger DJs, man, practice, practice, practice. It's something they mm. can do. I used to just get up and get my roommates in college and my mom and them when I was back home. All my mm-hmm. DJs, I just used to get up and act like I was in front of a crowd mentally, right. Put yourself in the arena. Mentally put yourself in the club. You know what I'm saying? Get your combinations together. Get your scratches together. If that's something that you want to do, uh, you know, start working on your blending because a lot of DJs don't blend. No They're just playing. They just play right. this niggas. They just playing music. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it don't even blend together. You know, back in the right. day, that was taboo. You know, cry. I literally seen people would boo you out of the club. Like literally boo you yeah. out of the club. You know what I'm saying? Because skills matter. Gotcha. Now, skills don't matter. So work on those skills right now okay yep
1: okay so final question uh last week we were all into the teddy riley and babyface battle on instagram i heard some people talking about a possible battle between manny fresh and master p what do you think about a battle like that on instagram
4: Ooh,
1: as, as <laughs> would, as, would that be nice
4: manny yeah. man, that's my brother you know i too i still that's the only person i still tour with like, uh-huh. manny man fresh still go out and you know and and, and do our thing together so yeah and you know, I've never master, met Master P, but that's you know, that's Louisiana legend. You see, what I'm saying? Yeah. so it, it's like I think that probably be the biggest one out of all these battles going on. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be the biggest one because you got to look at what those two people did for the industry. Like Matt, yeah. is for us on some CEO, shit and you know, yeah. and Manny Fresh just the, like the only producer for cash money for all those years. You see right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that'll be. That'll be epic, man. Matter of <laughs> fact, I might need to call, man, and... and I was so just I about say, you you to say, I think you need to make a phone
1: call chill. I think you might make a phone call to make that happen. Yep, that'll be epic. <laughs> right, chill, we, we, we definitely want to thank you for being a part of the show. Where people want to reach you on social media, how can they find you?
4: Um, you can go to my Facebook page. It's uh, DJ Chill uh, 1914. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm tripping. trip. No trip. It's, I mean, I got so many pages. Is DJ Chill Blue <laughs> 4. That's okay. my Facebook business page. Uh, my Instagram is DJ Chill Blue Boy as well, and it's blue spelled without the e. You know, okay. and um, I got a Twitch account, so when I do my live, I'm start doing my lives on that because they're not okay. they're not cutting people off like Facebook's been right. on. My Twitch is DJ Chill 1914.
1: Okay, okay. Yep. All right, chill. Well, we thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for calling in.
4: All right, good brother. Y'all be doing Have a good show. one. All right. All right.
1: All right, welcome back to the Carrie Chaves Experience, and of course, this is Season 1, Episode 2, and this particular show is called Go DJ, That's My DJ. We're talking to local DJs about the impact of COVID-19, and on the phone lines we have now, Chef Jeff, what's going on, man? Hello, bro. How are you?
3: I'm good, man, good. Okay. All right, so interdu-
1: introduce introduce yourself a little bit to the people who may not know you, where you from, how long have you been DJing? Well... Uh-huh.
3: I'm Jeff Roach. Um, mm-hmm. I go by the name of DJ Chef Jeff. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it since 2007. Okay. I, was at, uh, I was at Five Nose, which is Judge Algrace, mm-hmm. you know, holding the wall, went to the dollhouse, mm-hmm. and a couple other spots around the city, and um, I just love holding the wall type music, man.
1: All right. Okay. So now when you say holding the wall music, for people who may not know, may not be from the South like us, uh, what is holding the wall music?
3: Little blues with like a southern soul touch to it, and swing got you know Zydeco, okay. you know, Johnny Taylor's and yeah, CC, you know all them people like
1: that. Gotcha. Okay, so I see a lot of DJs are uh, doing right now like virtual DJing. How has that worked out for you? Have you been able to do some of that?
3: Yeah, I've been uh, a couple of nights here and there. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to space it out because sometimes you have five of us on at one time. Right. Kind of spacing out a little bit. Yeah. And um uh, I like listening to everybody else too though.
1: Right. You know, so what, and, what who, who are some DJs that you kinda you listen to or you kinda uh like jam their music as well? Who are some DJs that you listen to right now?
3: I've been listening to uh Mario. Mario Mario pretty much on twenty four seven. Right. Uh Chia, Yeah. Chill out of last year, and uh I checked Terry Love out last night, he did like a little Jamaican thing at uh, Meeks.
1: So the question is, um, why do you think it's important right now for DJs to come together? You said like a lot of times on the live videos, you have people who are, um, you know, DJing on the live videos. You got like three, four different people at the same time. Why is it important for DJs during this pandemic to come together?
3: Because right now, I'm seeing that the people are the most definitely looking forward to that. It is, it, right. It's basically it's became a normal for a lot of people to come home, find right. out, uh, pull out their laptop, iPad, and lay in the bed and listen. I even seen people on Instagram uh, checking out uh, D-Nice and like they got dressed yeah. up and they danced in their living room. And I was like, yeah. man, that's pretty cool. It's neat. They, they making the best I don't what's going on right now. Yeah,
1: that's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I you, you I see you talk a lot of times on social media about the new norm and how you don't want this to become the new norm, this whole idea of social distance and so forth. What can we do when this pandemic is over or do now to make sure that this doesn't become a new norm?
3: That question is like, man,
1: it's I know you, you talk a lot about the new norm, like this is not gonna become the new norm. And I think that's a that's a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I
3: don't, I don't, because we, you know, as, as you got you got guys that leave out, go to work, and still go mm-hmm. home to their family. They're not going to be six feet away from their family. right, right. So, is I'm sure some restaurants going to enforce six feet, uh, you know, from each other at the right. table. You can't sit across. You got to sit on, on, on the same right. side. I just don't. I I got you you. all right I I think
1: we all agree that as well I was talking to Chill earlier and um he was talking about the idea that you know a lot of people who even have the virus they don't really show symptoms so um when we the clubs open up again are you worried about being around people who may have the virus and not showing any symptoms and a club is full of people are you worried about any of those things
3: yeah okay I, I,
1: I'm not. Okay. I, I'm not. Cool. Okay. we been looking at this Teddy Rally versus uh, Babyface thing that's been going on uh, on Instagram, and I'm going to put together a couple of names. I don't know what you think about it as uh, far as a battle. So we had a battle with Manny French versus Master P. Who do you think would win? Master
3: P and yeah. Manny Yeah,
1: who do you think would win? Uh
3: The world probably going to choose <laughs> Manny French. I'm going to choose why, why so? I'm gonna choose Master P because I was man, like, which you know, KLC and Beats by the Pound is the one that right, and that man, I just I just loved it. Man, you could put that, that CD in the in, in what you can have two 12s, and it was <laughs> nine.
1: okay. What about um UGK and Outcast? If they were on who would win? UGK, UGK. okay. UGK. <laughs> UGK. What about Faith Evans and Kelly Price? Faith? Oh, I'll Faith. try to go with Faith as well. All right, Jay-Z and Nas. That's a tough one. That's a kind of a tough one. Jay-Z? Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Uh, Anthony yeah. Hamilton and Music Soul Child.
3: Got Hamilton. Okay.
1: People who want to book uh, DJ Chef Jeff, when it's over with, how can they reach you on social media? Uh,
3: Facebook, Jeff Chef Jeff Roach. Instagram, DJ Chef Jeff. And, uh, okay.
1: All right, cool, cool. Chat. Well, up Jeff. Thank you so much for calling uh, in. We appreciate it. Uh-